Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Hello, friends and family. How are you doing today? I don't know why. I do, why do I do that? Why do I ask as if I'm going to get a response? I don't know. I don't even have my mic ready. I'm just <laughs> on the right spot. When the camera came on, the mic was over here. Oh, geez. Maybe, maybe I'm just getting ready for when we do a talk show live or something like that. And right. I can really have interaction with people, I don't you know. know. I think it works though. You know, they may be watching it and it may be a month old, but you like, hi, friends and family. Like, he called me family. Yeah, you know, and it's saying high back, right? Yeah. You know, but um, yeah, I just I just have some stage presence and performance background, so it just comes out naturally. Hey, it's all you know? good. So, I appreciate it. Anyways, Hi, friends and family. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, it's your host Ray Tucker and Jay Jones. Yeah, we're here again with uh, the, uh where where we stand, and we're going to explain where we stand on certain issues um, of culture from a Christian perspective or Christian worldview in a black perspective. Right, right, right. Um, one thing we want to do is caution our viewers because we're going to continue our we're going to continue our conversation on sexual immorality. We want to caution our viewers and listeners that this that this is an adult topic and is not suitable for small children while we take a strong stance against violence either physical or verbal towards anyone struggling with sexual immorality in all its forms and there is no biblical mandate that encourages violence towards anybody so today we're going to continue on on topic on sex but talking about the culture of rape especially here in america we're gonna talk about we got we got a lot of points to hit, so it's kind of gonna be a lengthy episode. Oh, but worry. but just just rock with us. We got some good things here, and um, something that's gonna challenge some people, and something that's gonna encourage others, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, we're talking about toxic culture in America. We're gonna apply some biblical wisdom. We're gonna talk about sexual agency and what that means. We're gonna talk about objections to Me Too movement mm-hmm. from. And again, we're going to get to this. Some people are already probably offended, but we're going to talk about this, all right? We're going to go over some conclusions and then that we can draw from the text and then, again, provide some more sexual assault resources. Right. So, talk. But first up, toxic culture in America. You know, one thing we do want to say, yes, there is a toxic culture in America. And we are not here to invalidate it. We're not here to minimize it. You know, we're also not here to validate conspiracy theories. So you're not going to hear that from us not today. All right. So we're definitely not going to get into not even going to mention some of them. Like not going to not going to get into that right now. Um, But yeah, jump right into it. Every 68 seconds, an American is sexually assaulted. Let that sink in for a second. Think about taking a moment of silence just for that, just so you can just understand the gravity of that statement. Every 68 seconds, an American is sexually assaulted. 98% of rapists will never spend a day in jail. That's sickening. You know, that's that's horrible. And if you don't believe this, then you need to expand your perspective by watching documentaries and listening to stories of rape survivors. 
Let's start off from the top. Surviving R. Kelly. Man, look. Our community, black community, has a bad habit of defending bad behavior in the name of blackness. This is not where the race card should be applied. Not at all. You know, there is videos, you know, I saw the YouTube video one day, right? I forgot who sent it to me. But one guy was all talking about, oh, why are we going on in R. Kelly right now? You know, you got all these white people over here who raping children and stuff like that. And why don't they catch them first? Why are you going after R. Kelly? La, 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 la. I'm sitting here like. Really? Okay. Do you understand what you're saying right now? So, okay. So point number one, when you say stuff like that, what you're really saying is. You know, if you're all about blackness, what you're really saying is, let's give the white girls, you know, justice before we give the black girls justice. So how much longer should the black girls wait? See how contorted this gets? It just sounds foolish. And it, it again, <laughs> having this conversation with you, it kills our uh, movement to try to uh, seek um, justice. You know, when we say stuff like that, that, it, that that about that that'll give somebody some ammo to say, see, look at what they're saying over here. Yeah, it's nonsensical. Exactly. We don't affirm stuff like that over here. No. Not in this camp. No. You know, because the point is, it's like, okay, shouldn't all girls receive justice all the time equally? Yeah. Like that's to be the goal. Absolutely. Of course it doesn't happen like that, but that's the goal. Absolutely. Right? But what you're trying to do is you're trying to move the goalposts. Right. Yep. You know, and in this manner, in this instance, no, it doesn't really when it comes to justice in general, it's they're, they're, the goalposts should be justice for all, all the time. Right. And that's, should, that's, that's what we should be striving for mm-hmm. all the time. Does it always happen? Does it always happen? Mm-hmm. Of course not. You know, we're, we're imperfect beings and imperfect country all countries are imperfect but we're not gonna go too deep into that but one thing i just wanted to make sure i definitely touched that point of we're not gonna sit here we're never gonna sit here and defend somebody's bad behavior just because they're black just because of contributions to the to the community you know i'm like yeah there are some good r kelly songs you know like i believe i can fly Mm -hmm. right for instance right and a few others you know out there but the point is, you know, he's making these songs, but at the same time, abusing women. All right. You have to be able to separate people's, um, their ethics and their art mm-hmm. or the things that they have done and the things that they have done wrong. And again, the artwork. And so that just, it, it, it doesn't make sense to me. I mean, they, the viewers can probably see my face since it's yeah, it, it, stone face. Cause- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I won't curse them out on air. But uh <laughs> have have your shock off air and then we'll come in the right tone. But yeah, it's 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 a bad look when we just get off. Now now it is a bit of a gray area when you talk about, you know, okay, someone did something mm-hmm. but it's not reflected in their artwork. Mm-hmm. Right? They did something in real life, but the artwork represents a different ideal Mm -hmm. right now that's kind of a gray area and i don't know if i even want to tackle that to be honest you know that's really up to your own conscience you know if you feel like what this person did in their personal life if you feel like you don't want to support them 
you know, because there is material support, right? When you're streaming their songs and buying their songs and you are, money is power. So when you are buying their stuff, you are empowering them to a certain degree, right? So so you're going to have that wisdom. But again, it's up to your own conscience on whether if you want to step in the name of love or not, right? I'm not going to sit here, t- but, <laughs> you know, I mean, me personally, real talk, me personally, I'm not doing it. You know, <laughs> man, you start thinking about his music. My mind's telling me no. <laughs> like, uh, wait a minute, what are you talking about? <laughs> oh, age and nothing but a number. Oh, wow. mm-hmm. man, yeah, mm-hmm. it was there the whole time. It was there the whole time. Yeah. The Pied Piper mm. under our noses the entire time. But again, I don't want to spend too much time yeah. talking about one person. Exactly. Because there's so much material to cover in this episode. So yeah. got a little bit down a down a rabbit trail there, but <laughs> a necessary one though. Um but this other movie here. Uh, oh man. But um this this other um documentary here on the record. So this is where Drew Dixon, if you don't know her story, Drew Dixon was a record executive at Def Jam, at the height of Def Jam. She was instrumental at putting um Method Man and Mary J together for all I need, mm-hmm. you know, and that, that record was huge record. You know, she was a force behind that record and many others too, to her credit. So it's not like she's a groupie, right? right. She's an executive, a powerful woman in her own right, mm-hmm. smart, intelligent in her own right, yep. you know, but she, when she was abused, she didn't even want to come forward at first. Right. Why? Because she saw what happened to Anita Hill. We're going to mm-hmm. talk about that in a little bit too. Mm-hmm. She saw what happened to Anita Hill and how her name was dragged to the mud. Mm-hmm. So she was like, well, it's nothing going to happen, you know, so what's the point? You know, powerful man, I go on being powerful man, and and now I'm going to be in a public light, in a negative light if I come forward. Right. Well, And lose, lose my job. Yes, you know, and, and other things, and, and compromise the career, stuff like that. And she, she did actually take a break from hip-hop, mm-hmm. you know, doing what she loved to do, what she was extremely good at, mm-hmm. right? But here, she said something in this documentary that stuck with me, that I never quite, I mean, of course, I, I'm not raped, so I never thought of it this All way, right? right? Um, she said... She said that... Um, so I'm going to say what she... I'm going to try to paraphrase what she said, and then I'm going to say what... I took away from that, right? She said something along the lines of when the victim has to retell the the grossness of that event to the listener, the listen now the listener is hearing that grossness from the victim, mm-hmm. right? And what 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 stood out to me was a noteworthy thing happens when Sorry, I got something in my eye over here. A noteworthy thing happens psychologically to the listener when the victim must recount the disgustingness of her ordeal. The filth of the event is now coming out of the victim's mouth. Mm -hmm. So the listener listening for the first time is now shocked and traumatized by the victim. Mm -hmm. Right? Which then causes the listener to posit malfeasance to the victim mm-hmm. instead of the perpetrator. Why? Because like yeah, because the perpetrator had the right to remain silent. Yes. So he's sitting over there looking pretty and clean mm-hmm. while this disgusting, nasty event is coming from the victim. Mm-hmm. So that's why a lot of men 
or mostly men, but sometimes women too, right. tend to respond by asking questions that po- that posit causality to the victim. Mm-hmm. Questions such as, where were you? Mm-hmm. What were you doing? Mm-hmm. What were you wearing? Mm-hmm. All right? And it's because we're trying to defend ourselves. We're trying to rationalize why we feel a certain way. Now we feel disgusting mm-hmm. and you made me feel this way. Mm-hmm. Well, it's not the victim's fault at all. That's what's going on psychologically and we don't even realize it. Mm-hmm. Wow. All that just came from watching that movie, watching that documentary. So I tell people, get perspective. Mm-hmm. You know, like listen to the stories so that you can, especially Christians, mm-hmm. so that you can love people better. You can minister better. Mm-hmm. You know, you can't you can't help you can't restore something that that you don't know is broken. And we're gonna get into that on on talking about survivors of rape. Um, as though those questions. I was you were raped, but what were you wearing? Does it matter what it I was wearing? Doesn't matter. <laughs> you know, I was in a denim skirt. So what? What now? I had on tights and a long shirt. I was I was in my work pants. So what? What does it matter? Right. <laughs> you know. So we asking you these questions because this uh, person over here won't admit uh, that they raped you. They know the story. Is that, oh yeah, she wanted it. Uh, oh, I ain't nothing wrong. So what you can do if a victim comes forward is to first reaffirm them and validate them. Yes. Listen to their story. Mm-hmm. Don't ask questions. Um, just listen. Mm-hmm. You know, and if you're in a position of power, launch an investigation. Right. You know, like immediately. Don't delay. Don't sit on your hands. Don't be like, oh, well, boys will be boys. Until it's your daughter. Mm. I'm not I'm going to move on. Mm-hmm. So um, another... Um, a documentary confirmation this talks about anita hill giving her testimony of sexual harassment against justice clarence thomas and, and initially she didn't even want to give her testimony again there's so many women suffering in silence mm-hmm. why because they know nothing is done mm-hmm. they know nothing happens mm-hmm. you know yeah we were just watching that uh that epstein i keep saying this ne- <laughs> Epstein, Epstein, whatever, Frankenstein, Frankenstein. No, but um, those um, those young girls that he was uh, molesting, who were afraid to come forward, and then eventually, those two girls, or at least the sister, did come forward and go say nothing, and nothing was done. Nothing happens. Get the FBI, and nothing was done. Nothing happens, and then it's like, well, if nothing's gonna happen, why report? Why waste my time? What a slap to the face. Nothing happened. I'm not going to get no justice, and this man's going to continue doing what he's doing. We, do, we, we, we as men don't even understand. We're trying. Right. This is why we're doing this podcast. Right. It's why we're doing this show, because we are trying. We're trying to do better. We want to be a champion for women. Heck, Jay about to have a girl. Yeah. That's you know? And... I, I'm not about to have a Peter complex and say what I will do in, in a certain situation. And then, 